This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good day. This is Tolu George on Everyday Living, and I'm speaking to you on K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Today, I would like to continue my discourse on raising generation next. And today, I'd like to focus on what children really need. Um, you know, in recent times, I've had myself observing a lot of things. I, my children, thank God, are adults. And um, I had, you know, I raised them. And um, I didn't want to write a children's book. I'm reading actually from my book, Raising Generation Next. And I didn't want to write a children's book until I had put in place the the principles that I thought I was applying to raising my children. But now that I've grown older, I've seen a lot of people who are making all kinds of mistakes and trying to compensate their children for all kinds of things in their lives. And sometimes when you try to give them a word of encouragement or a word of advice, they kind of think you don't understand what is going on. But the truth of the matter is that the principles usually work. So, you know, continuing on with my discourse, children are born requiring a lot of things to be done for them. They need to be fed. They need to be nurtured. They need to be kept clean. They need to be educated. They even need to be helped to access medical care. But children do not necessarily need a private or Ivy League education. They don't need designer label clothes or shoes. They don't necessarily need expensive toys or vacations or very luxurious homes with elaborate furnishing. If you can afford these things, yes, it's good and it's nice to be able to afford them, you know, and not go bankrupt trying to make your children keep up with the Joneses. But there are other things that are very crucial that a child needs. And those are things that I want to focus on today. Like I said earlier, that I've met so many parents who think they need to go into debt to buy their children expensive clothes, send them to the best schools. Sometimes they can't even afford these schools. They think that they need to send them to expensive vacations so they don't feel left out. But children don't necessarily need these things. And I'm going to focus on what I think some of the things children really need are. The first thing is they have a need for unconditional love and acceptance. What a child really needs is the ability to feel that their parent truly loves and accepts them in spite of their flaws. It's very crippling to the healthy development of the psyche of a child to have that constant feeling that they don't quite measure up to their parents' standards. And that's why many times you'll find in many homes where, I'm not saying this is what happens all the time, but it happens sometimes when you look in children who come from very uh, expen- a very rich homes, sometimes you find them saying, oh, my parents don't love me or something like that. Or I'm always trying to live up to my parents' approval. And we looking on at them wonder, what in the world are you talking about? Your parents don't love you and yet they gave you this kind of lifestyle. But we don't understand what they're saying. But sometimes children don't feel as if they're unconditionally accepted. In fact, sometimes... 
parents inflict the cruelty of comparing their own children with other people's children. They say, oh, this other person's child is better behaved, is better accomplished than you. And that creates a lot of resentment. And sometimes it's not even with outsiders. The parents compare the children with each other. They look at their children and they say, oh, your brother does better than you. Oh, your brother, your sister is making more money than you. And that can build a lot of resentment and that can kill every child's potential, every child's joy to be made to feel as though they're less than they truly are. Many family units have actually broken down because a the parents expressed a lot of preference for a seemingly more charismatic, talented or better behaved sibling. And in most families, one sibling may tend to outshine another. But as a parent, it is wise to constantly validate each child. Look for what each child can do better than the other and go on and on about that trait. One child can be very charismatic and their gifts and talents are all out there. And the other may not be quite as charismatic, but is very dependable and very loyal. Brag on each of their different, different talents and traits. Don't allow yourself to be so carried away with the achievement of one sibling at the expense of the other. All your children are equally valuable and their value is found in their difference. The second thing that a child needs is the need for security. A child must feel secure in whatever space they're in. Parents may often find themselves in situations that threaten the financial and emotional stability of the family. In the face of financial insecurity, separation or divorce of the parents, abandonment, remarriage, death, or whatever misfortune may befall the family. And these are real things that happen in families. Parents should try their best to focus their energies on maintaining the overall emotional stability of the child. You know, misfortune will task the mental health of every member of the family as a whole. But the impact of every unpleasant interruption in family life can be minimized if members of the family keep a tight bond of togetherness in spite of all odds. When parents do this right, the entire family usually emerges as a stronger unit. Haven't we all seen families who have experienced devastation, all kinds of devastating setbacks, but they overcome these setbacks and they go on to make remarkable Recoveries. On the hand, on the other hand, some seemingly advantaged families seem to be unable to unite to fight and defeat a common enemy simply because they don't have those bonds of security among themselves. So, one powerful way to create these bonds is to have age-appropriate family discussions about everything that concerns the family. Some of the issues are adult issues and don't concern the children. They have no business knowing about certain things, but there are some things that you can discuss with them. There's no point telling your children about serious topics 
which have nothing to do with it, which are too intimate for them to absorb. And I mean, I'm so grateful because even though my parents were divorced when I was very young, they never burdened me with the, their own personal failure within their marriage. They allowed me to grow up. In fact, I was a full adult before I understood some of the things that actually happened within them. So protect your children, discuss with them at their level. The third thing that parent children need is the need protection and establishment of boundaries. Children have to know that there are boundaries in life. They must feel protected by their parents and not just from others, but also from themselves. Children must know with certainty that they have parents who are not wimps and they will not allow them to get away with bad behavior. A wimp is a parent who is too scared to stand up to or for their own child for whatever reason. It is critical for the child to know that bad behavior will never be tolerated. And this makes it easier to manage the child when they are older. You know, I've seen many parents who indulge their children when they are young. And then now that the child is in their early adulthood and the child has really, really gone astray, now they're trying to set the child right. It's much more difficult to bend a fully grown oak tree than it is to uproot the oak tree when it is small, when it is just trying to grow. So create boundaries. Let them know that boundaries exist to protect valuable things like relationships or opportunities Boundaries also exist to prevent unwanted intrusion. There is a responsibility on parents to teach their children with both verbal and physical instructions that certain behavior is not allowed. And any parent who will not teach a child that boundaries exist is setting that child up for failure. One very good example is children that physically hit their parents or anybody for that matter that must never be tolerated it is a lesson that they must learn from when they are small that hitting your parents is a no-no today many young mothers allow their children who are toddlers to hit them all the time mothers who tolerate this nonsensical behavior should be told that they have to stop it because that child is growing up and is growing stronger. And if he's used to slapping you around when he's a baby, he may grow up used to slapping people around as he's growing up. So when he does that for the first time, stop it immediately. Also, teach your children. They cannot insult their parents. <laughs> Many people, you know, I've seen some people, the, the son insults the father or something, and the mother says, no, we've got to talk about it. There's no talking about it. It is not allowed. It's not allowed. It's bad behavior. It's destructive behavior. And it will destroy the fabric of the family and that child in particular. It's not behavior. Bad habits such as stealing, back chatting, laziness, obnoxious and rude behavior. They are not assets to anyone. And the development of such traits in young children should be strongly Discourage. In fact, such traits are liabilities to the development of a child. Now, that's not to say that your child will be perfect. They will not be perfect. They will be rude sometimes. They will be lazy many times. But don't allow them to develop or make a habit of being rude and being lazy. Correct them when you can. Create consequences and enforce those consequences. 
create those your children should know with a certainty that when they do this this is what is going to happen to me and you know i've seen many parents who they say that oh yes they are going to give the child consequences they tell the child you've got to have time out time out for a month and one week into time out they are bending oh no he's behaving well oh no he's saying the right things no if your time out is one month you will spend one month enjoying that time out that is the consequence make sure they understand that there are consequences for irresponsible and bad behavior and don't rescue them from it but also let them realize that there are that there are benefits and rewards for good behavior as well so as a parent you should accept the responsibility for protecting your child from invisible and unseen threats which are not readily apparent to the child these include threatening behavior relationships or tendencies which can develop into real problems for the child and even for society at large if they are not nipped in the bud number 4 you have to let your child know that they need to have a tough voice of restraint a child should realize that their parent is strong enough to love them and to stand up to them but also for them in any situation you can't afford to be a coward when parenting you should not be a coward when parenting you know i once read a story about a young child who was regularly compelled by his father to pick up the acorns in the yard that had fallen under the acorn tree in their yard and the young man could never understand his father's insistence on picking up the acorns within a few days so one day when his father was away on an extended trip this boy forgot to pick up the acorns until just before his father returned after about 4 weeks when he tried to pick up those acorns that had fallen after 4 weeks he found out that they had already started to develop some roots and they proved to be significantly more difficult to uproot after a month of growth he learned that you have to deal with problems before they become difficult to handle i will never forget the story of a young lady at a place where i worked several years ago almost over 20 years ago this lady had a son who had gone out to a party teenage son who had gone out to a party and he came back with a very expensive phone and this lady probably thinking that being a nigerian i would know about cro- crooked behavior asked me if i knew how to unlock an iphone and i said no so i asked her why she says oh the her son picked up this phone at a party and she wants to unlock it for him so he can use so i was like why did someone give it to him at the party no did someone th- that why doesn't he take it back to the venue of the party because it's obviously a phone that someone dropped and so, so she started to shout at me don't judge don't judge you're judging me and my son i said but you're teaching your son how to be a thief and she was like don't judge find us keepers and i was like you are teaching your son to be a thief and i sincerely pray that now 20 years down the line that boy has not become a statistic somewhere in the prison system so you have to teach your children with a tough voice from when they are young that what is wrong is wrong and what is right is right and you also have to have the moral authority you can't be teaching them about what is wrong when you are engaged in doing the wrong thing yourself so you have to have a tough 
voice of restraint, but also the moral authority to back up that voice. Thank you for listening to me today. My name is Tolu George on K-Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. I'm reading from my book, Raising Generation Next, which you can order from me if you want. And um, thank you for listening to me. Stay tuned for the next week. God bless you and goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.